All right, you uh, ready to talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, Crispy? Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm 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 definitely ready. I'm just gonna just gonna get this and just put this like right right here. And oh my, what? What? What's up? You've been sitting. I've on been that? sitting with this wow. next to me for the whole recording of episode 18 of the podcast. So now I've got to figure out a way to Storm, display this. Stormbreaker. It's kind of like in the camera shot. I don't know how easy that's going to be. If I, Is that gonna fall? I don't want Stormbreaker to break. It would. It, would, it wouldn't be a Stormbreaker. It'd be a Heartbreaker then. Uh, that's good. Good joke. Wow. There you go. Can you see that in the shot? That's unreal. You can see it in the shot. That's crazy. Perfect. There we go. You can't see it in the shot. All right. Let's talk about Fall of and Thunder then, shall we? Roll the intro. Yeah, please. My goodness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Who's There, a Doctor Who podcast, except today we aren't necessarily talking about Doctor Who. This is going to act as a bonus episode where we're going to be talking about the latest Marvel release, Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm very, very excited. And Troy is off screen doing something rather peculiar. I'm not quite sure. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so just in the intro, he's whipped out Stormbreaker. Now he's got Mjolnir. (laughs) My goodness. This isn't fair at all. This isn't fair sound. at all. I've got no Thor merch. It has sound. No Thor merch in my room. There we go. It, it has, has sound. sound. <laughs> oh my god. The gosh. sound is awful. Is that lighting up? Yeah, it lights up as well, but the sound's awful, so I don't tend to use it. That is so cool. But there you go. Yes, I am worthy wow. as well. I am worthy of, <laughs> of being Thor, apparently. Hello, how are we doing? I have no idea what you said for the intro. How did you introduce us doing a Marvel-themed episode? How did you do that? Yeah, I just I just said welcome to a to the uh, to the bonus episode. We're going to be talking about Who's the latest Marvel, Marvel installment. Exactly. Who's Thor? Exactly. A Marvel podcast. Who's Thor? I'm Thor. Yeah, there. You're Thor. Thor you know, apparently. There, Thor. Yeah. You're Thor. I can hardly walk. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we just wanted to talk for a little bit about Thor: Love and Thunder and mm. not kind of ruin the runtime of our most recent Doctor Who episode. So. Uh, we're going to try and make this about, I don't know, half an hour episode-ish, mainly because I've got a lesson to teach in 45 minutes, so we kind of have to wrap yeah. it up at a certain time. But it means we don't do an hour of waffling. I think it's a good starting just for bonus episode, and we it, just mate. kind of take it from there. So, Crispy, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being best MCU film ever, 1 being I wouldn't wipe my backside with the DVD from this film, <laughs> how would you rate Thor of the Thunder? Uh, my mates asked me this exact question, not exactly the way you worded it just I was going to say exactly like that, really? <laughs> no, they, they asked me this uh, at the cinema, and I gave it a solid 7.5 out of 10. I rather enjoyed okay. this film. I rather enjoyed this film. I don't think it was as good as Ragnarok, but that was <gasps> a, quite a hard, high bar to beat, in my opinion, because that's probably one of my favourite Marvel films ever. Um, but I re- like I really really had a good time with this, and I saw like a lot of negativity on Twitter generated towards this film because I only saw it on Saturday instead of like uh, you know right on release day like I normally do with the Marvel films. So I was like, oh, I don't know, I- I'm not I'm not loving what I'm hearing. And then I went in there, I was like, oh, come on, guys, <laughs> that wasn't that bad. It was quite fun. So it's yeah. honestly one of my favorite films I've seen recently from Marvel. Okay, it's well, so ha- good. how would you rate it? How would you rate it out of ten? Probably. Eight and a half or nine. Wow. Wow. Quite high praise. I would say it's better than Ragnarok for me personally. Really? Okay. Which is the, the hot take. There seems to be like a really big 50-50 split, which is good here. Like a 50-50 split between yeah, people right. who thinks it's better than Ragnarok or think it's worse. Okay. Maybe it's not 50-50. Maybe more people think it's worse, to be honest, judging from the online reaction. But there's a split nonetheless. Mm, okay. Um, I just... 
I think it took what made Ragnarok really good. It didn't pretend as much as though the first two films didn't exist, which was always a thing that was slightly annoying about Ragnarok. I get yeah. it. And it wasn't like a, a we hate the films kind of thing. It was just that they wanted to set it apart and that's fine. But I like that it took Ragnarok, Ragnarok stuff, referenced the first two films a little bit more, brought Jane back. I liked that it was just a, a, a full down, double down comedy. Like, because Ragnarok had its comedic elements, yeah. I like that Taika went mental with the comedy this time, and went, which is going to be jokes come out the wazoo, which I know is what annoyed a lot of people. Yeah. And that's that's valid, but I really liked it. Like, I, I can't remember the last time I laughed that much in a Marvel yeah. film. <laughs> I was laughing right the way through, and I thought it was brilliant. No, it is, it is like, fun from, from the get-go, like, straight up there. Yeah. Like, the series, like, my main complaint... I don't know if we can necessarily go nitpicking with the scenes oh, right now, but my main- You've been recording for like two minutes I and you're going to moan already? Oh, oh. Look, I'll, I've got many, many a praise about this film. Don't you get me wrong. But my main complaint, like with with the comedy, I don't think it was as like, uh, I don't know, intense as people were making it out to be. I feel like from Ragnarok and knowing Taika Waititi, I kind of expected this film to be very funny. If this film had no yeah. jokes, I'd be like, well, what what the heck was that for? Um, but from the trailers and stuff, you could very much tell it was going to be a comedy. Um, but because of that, and with the serious subject issue of um, Jane Foster having cancer, that was like a massive part yes. of the plot. When that, and my one problem was just the initial reveal of her saying that to Thor. And the audience, when she said that, like the audience was like 50-50 laughing and some people were like, oh my gosh, like with the serious. And I was like, oh, there's like a tonal conflict right there. And that didn't sit well with me because, like, you know, cancer is like a very serious issue and everything. Um, so, I was like, just that was my one gripe. I was like, they tried to make a joke out of like with with that dialogue there. She was like, oh, I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, I don't really want to talk about it. I was like, oh, I don't know. That was just me. That's my that's my two cents. I'm throwing it back that's to fair. you. I think people will take that differently and that's fine. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing with an issue like cancer is that everyone's got an experience with it. Regardless mm. of whether it's you or your friend or your family member, like, you know, chances are you know someone who's either had it or has died from it. That, yeah. Like, as brutal as that sounds, mm. that is the way that it is. And it, it's it's awful. Um, and I think with that, you have your own experiences and your own feelings about the subject of cancer, how it's mentioned, how it's discussed. Yeah. So I do feel like people are going to see it in different ways. I, I, I get what people were saying that they, they like they think in some ways it could have been handled better. I personally quite liked that they you know they, they it was serious when it needed to be. Yeah. And I also liked that it wasn't cured by the hammer. I really thought that, that the idea was, you know, she's oh, worthy wow. and they're gonna forget about the cancer. I really liked that I never even thought you know, about just because she was worthy, it didn't fix it. Yeah. I honestly really liked no, that, that because that cancer is not something you can fix no. like that. No. And I, and I liked they didn't make some big magical solution, which is why, in a way, because my prediction going through about half of the film, which I don't think I'll be on my own and thinking, was once they mentioned that Eternity gives the wish to the first person who gets there, I yeah. thought they're going to beat Gore there and they're going to ask them to cure Jane of her cancer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which no. I, I watched a discussion. Someone said if they'd done that, what they should have done is said cure all cancer, which I was like, yeah, actually, if you if you only say cure yeah, one just, person, just, not yeah, everyone's just that's, Jane. <laughs> but then that's that's too much of a, yeah. a dream butterflies chirping situation for exactly. a world where half of the population were dead for five years. No, true. So I'm glad my prediction was wrong there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was handled with... De- like as much sensitivity as a takeaway TT film can handle something. Yeah, I mean, this is the man who did a film where the kids, the, the, the main character's fr- best friend, his imaginary friend, was Adolf Hitler. Yes, like correct. Takeaway TT has a habit of taking dark subject matter and trying to and make it, it lighter yeah, to make it more like absurdist. enjoyable for an audience. Yeah, so like I'm not surprised by how he handled it at all. Mm. Um, 
If you don't know what film I'm talking about, by the way, Jojo Rabbit, oh, fantastic film. film. Watch great it. Very, very film. sad. So Quite depressing. dark, but absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and it also has one of my like favorite like up and coming actresses in it, uh, Thomas and McKenzie, who was in Last Night, Last in, Night Soho. in Soho. Yeah, I've watched that yep. just the other day. She's brilliant in that. And that's how I know her because she was in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. And she is phenomenal. Yeah, I she's love really her. Good. I think she's brilliant. Um, but yeah, so. I just I liked that there wasn't a cure to it. I liked that there wasn't this big magical. I'm going to wave your wand and you've not got cancer anymore kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, they, I, I really liked that. Yeah, I think they handled the all the Jane stuff really, really well. Like her, yeah, yeah her reintroduction. Um, yeah, that that whole like with my one gripe. I think apart from that, I really enjoyed her inclusion in this film, and I thought yeah, it was thought it was, was a really good like story it was to fantastic. tell. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I really, really loved it. And that's what's interesting is that I hadn't realised, like, Natalie Portman said that all the Mighty Thor stuff in the comics happened after she was in the films, which is which is true. I forgot. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I think the Mighty they only... Thor began... It was 2014, I think, was the first Mighty Thor comic, and Thor The Dark World came out in 2013. So, mm. like, there was nowhere in the Marvel Universe where Jane Foster was Thor when Natalie Portman was playing her yeah. back then. So this is only something that's come out afterwards. You can imagine Tyker being like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right, well, this is untapped potential. I'm just going to make the most of it. Go for yeah. it. Like, I, I loved it from the second they announced it. I loved seeing the Comic-Con panel and being like, you know, the Which mighty Thor, Thor, female Thor. And I was like, I was like, surely not. You're not going to bring yeah. Natalie Portman back, are you? And then yeah. he was like, please welcome to the stage, the one and only Natalie Portman. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. Feels like such a long time ago. Which, side note, my favorite interaction I've heard about Taika Waititi and Natalie Portman. You must have heard this. I've heard this, Because yeah. Taika Waititi is directing a Star Wars film that's supposed to release late next year, but he's not even finished a script, so I don't think it will. We'll see. But he he said, he said apparently he asked Natalie Portman on set, he's like, if it wants to be in Star Wars, and he completely forgot that she was in all of the prequels. It apparently was quite he just a those major character. So, yeah, it's just, uh, honestly... The mother of Luke and Leia. <laughs> he just says to her, you know, well, you know, it's been a long time, you know, you've, you've grown since then. Grown more beautiful, I mean. Oh, nice, nice reference. Prequels references. Really good yeah, reference. Great, great, Beautiful great, stuff. Great, great. Um, but yeah, so I think I really like the comedy and how it turns people off. And some people really don't like Korg after this. Is there Korg discourse? Discorgs? Yeah. Why? Well, I saw George Sheard, like, who we both know, was saying yeah. they made him hate Korg. And I was like, what? Oh. Interesting. Because like, he's kind of like, you know, just this this Joker that's coming up way too much. He's not like a, a, a side character anymore as much. Yeah. He's just kind of like a main character that's constantly making wisecracks. I mean, personally, I was very happy with that, you know? Maybe maybe George just isn't pleased by things very easily, you know? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I love you really, George. I love you really. No, we love you, No, George. seriously, I, I loved that. I loved yeah. that Korg was, like, was there even more and was the same his same comedic self. Because every time he was on screen in Ragnarok, he was making jokes. He just yeah. wasn't on screen as much. So because he's on screen more in Love and Thunder, you're noticing probably that he's more comedic or like yeah. making jokes more often because he's on the screen more, right? No, he was, yeah, he was just kind of in Ragnarok uh, a little bit. But then with this, I feel like just because of the fan reception from Korg with Ragnarok, they're like, oh, well, we'll chuck him in. And I mean, the director is, you know, voicing him. So, yeah, well, it's, it's already, it's already better than him, uh, you know, in playing Fortnite and Endgame. Exactly. You know, everyone, most people hated that. I didn't. I thought it was it was slightly funny. It yeah. was slightly humorous. It's he was whatever. playing Thor. Like in the TV, just called me a D-head again. I just like it's a just D-head. It's great. D-head. Yeah. Well, stay. Gotta, gotta stay clean. Gotta stay clean for Absolutely. the podcast. You know. Absolutely. Gotta stay clean. Um, but no, I I just thought it was I I, I really really liked it. And Jane's death at the end completely broke me. Really? Which is what's so funny. I saw it coming. I was like, oh, that's, that's really nice. I was nice. so distraught. I was yeah. crying my eyes out. Oh, you poor I, thing. I had a bad feeling. Like, I knew I was starting to realize my theory wasn't going to happen. 
Like, because they like, were really oh. playing up this, if you go again, you're going to die. And I was like, it's going to yeah. feel like a, like it's, you know, it's it's kind of an, a setup and then not paid off if she doesn't die after this. And then yeah. I realized she was going to, and I was like, oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Because I, I honestly, that was the one thing I didn't expect. I didn't think she would die because it felt very much like we're setting her up to take over Chris Hemsworth. But apparently Tiger did say at the start that wasn't the plan. Yeah, so. I kind of agree with that too. But yeah, damn. Well, obviously, obviously not. And they did have a nice little send off for her in the credits. I'm assuming you it saw was, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah and Valhalla. Does that mean like is that just meant to be like a little a little teaser for the future, or just like a nice little? I think that might just be a little love letter. I mean, Valhalla was mentioned a lot in this film, like a lot. Yeah. Um, I so love maybe? that bit with Sif, which is like, I'm gonna go to Valhalla. And yeah. Thor's like, you didn't die in battle. You won't go. She's like, oh no, yeah. But maybe your arm will. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> Maybe your arm will be in Valhalla. That would have been great if just like Heimdall's there in the end credit yeah. scene, just like with Val, like like the Adams family, just the yeah. arm on his shoulder instead. <laughs> this is Sif's head. Don't worry about it. That'd be, yeah, yeah, that's so this funny. This is just Lady Sif's. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's just so good to see Heimdall again, man. It was. Uh, that's one thing I I very much yeah miss from these Thor movies is Idris Elba because he's such a powerhouse actor and he's very good in that role. Uh, but he's I mean, phenomenal. It, was, it was good to see him. But yeah, no. Overall, it is a fun film and no mm. Loki. No Loki, that's something I've definitely felt during this film. It feels strange to have a Thor film without Loki. It was so weird. This is gonna sound bad. I didn't not I didn't notice he wasn't there in the main film, because in my head mm. I kind of knew he wasn't going to be there, so it didn't yeah. bother me. But I was expecting or hoping for some kind of crossover in like, you know, maybe some kind of TVA crossover or something that ties into Loki season two where yeah. Thor at least knows he's alive as some alternate version or something. Mm. It just feels weird for Loki to not show up at all in a Thor film. So that was kind of like a that threw me for a loop, and I realized after the credits stopped rolling, and I was like, "Oh, so Loki no, actually never showed no up." No, Tom Hiddleston once. I wonder if there were any plans for Tom Hiddleston to rock up. What if he was there? What if he was shapeshifting as somebody else? What if he actually was oh, Matt Damon on the stage in the play, and we just don't know? That would be crazy. That would be crazy. They filmed all that um, here in Australia, by the way. Speaking of speaking of, Janon was thinking of during that what when they were doing the little the little stage play version of Ragnarok. I was just yeah. thinking of when the actors actually did that for Late Late Show with James Corden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking of you. <laughs> like I was, I was just thinking of James Corden. I thought, oh great, Chris oh, could great, be loving this. Great, he, Chris, he realizes yep. that connection. Absolutely, because they do that. Because literally, she comes out and goes, Neil, before your queen, and then they did that like almost the exact yeah. same stuff. And I was like, this is brill. This That's is brill. Funny. Like they've nah. they turned a James Corden joke and made it funny. It made it no. Um, <laughs> Do you feel well, that video was you quite know, funny originally? A fun little fact and a fun little flex here. You know, in the um, in Thor Ragnarok, when they ha- are having the stage play recounting the events of Thor and Thor the Dark World, um, mm. the lady that's playing Jane in that um, scene is a good friend of mine. So, there you go. What? Yeah. Her name's Gabby. She's an actress and she just got that extra role. I was like... That is so cool. You've got to act beside like Matt Damon and Sam Neill, but anyway, and the other Hemsworth or whatever. But yeah. The other Hemsworth. He doesn't even get his name. The other Hemsworth. He doesn't even get his name. The other Hemsworth. There's the the less important one. Doesn't matter. You know, know? we don't know. Oh, poor Liam. Don't be mean to Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Put some respect on his name, Crispy. It's not Liam Hemsworth. It's the other one. There's another Hemsworth. It's another. Oh, no. Really? Have I just. Oh, my gosh. You have screwed up. It's not Liam. It's the. the, uh, There's three Hemsworths. And they got him in to do that bit. Are you looking it up now? I am looking it up right now. Yeah. Luke Hemsworth. Yeah, Luke mind. Hemsworth. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay, put some respect on his name. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. Very good. Very good. Anyway, that was just a little side fact, side flex. No, that's that's, that's good. Um, did you know that uh, the, the girl, uh, Gore's daughter, that 
Thor ends up looking after at the end of the film. Do you know that that girl is actually played by Chris Hemsworth's real life daughter? I only found that out today because of Chris Hemsworth, uh, his Instagram post. Oh, uh, the post. Yeah, yeah where I saw he, that post. Where he did, where he did a, a photo of him first day on set of... <laughs> Thor with pick. his daughter. The, yeah. <laughs> the first pick of hair on the floor and he's staring at her like all I could think of in the head was like he was sizing her up like a, like yeah. a football to like kick her across what the field. <laughs> I was looking at it like you're like oh, it's a strange angle to take that photo. He's looking at her like alright can I get a three pointer if I just go? Like, oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Bless. But no it's, seriously it is a lovely photo. It's a lovely mm. photo. And I, yeah, yeah but I had no idea. I, my mum spotted her name in the credits India Hemsworth and I was like oh maybe oh. maybe and then I saw it afterwards I was like it really is his daughter. I was like what? That's so cool. That is so cool. It is very cool. It is a very fun fact. Yeah, it's it's just a great it's a great fun fact. But why does Thor have to have everyone close to him killed? Like I'm worried about oh, what's going to happen to that, that daughter now. It, like, like what's like that daughter? That daughter's days are numbered. Let me tell you. That, mm. In in the film, not in real life. Hopefully, good grief. <laughs> in the um, film, what what did you what did you think about? Um, just Thor in general, because I've been seeing a lot of criticism online say, oh, Thor's just a complete idiot now. He's just a complete buffoon and they've completely done wrong with his character. How do you respond to that, Troy? I think those are two different statements, one of which is true, one of which is not true. Okay, I go think on. Thor has been a character that has evolved so much over the MCU that you've got to see a different side of him every film. And yep. he is a bit more of a buffoon in this film, but that's, that's part of his character arc, mm-hmm. you know? he's he's bit, He was this dark, brooding you know, I'm egotistical, I'm the best kind of guy, and he's slowly evolved into a more comedic, self-aware, kind of like, not Deadpool level, but just kind of goofy character as a result of the trauma he's experienced. And so I've not really yeah. had, I've, I've not felt it was jarring. I kind of like, this is how it, the character has just evolved, yeah. and I'm fine with it. Absolutely. I think it's been really, really good. I feel like it would have been more jarring if he was dead serious the whole film. You'd be like, oh, yeah, like, this is you're no gonna fun. undo his character development from Ragnarok? Like, yeah. if Ragnarok is just, if Thor and Thunder is Ragnarok with more jokes, what do you think they're gonna do to Thor? Yeah. Like, what did, what did you imagine would happen there? Exactly. You know, in, in Infinity War, he was more serious because it wasn't a Taika Waititi film. I think that's what people forget. If Taika yeah. Waititi was directing Infinity War, Thor might have been a bit less serious than that. And I've seen the argument that Infinity War, Thor was like peak Thor. Right. That's like, okay. that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I get that. But I, I've just liked every portrayal of Thor. I've liked him right the way oh, through. I think he's yeah. a bit in it. Well, where apart from drunk? the What If episode. Oh, uh, yeah. The one where he's the spoiled little brat. That is like one of the only things wow. in the MCU I genuinely did not enjoy. I thought it was that. awful. I did not Damn. like that episode of What If at all. It was so bad. I didn't I know. mind what, it. what If is like the most middling show. Like, I like everything in the MCU, but What If is the only thing I can make an argument for that like it's not worth watching. But Damn. then there's things like the Doctor Strange episode that that made me go, ooh, because that episode was phenomenal. It's like that one of the best pieces really cool. of, of MCU television, and then yeah. it, but it's in that <laughs> show, and it's like, ugh. Uh, but yeah, damn, okay, interesting. But no, I like, just honestly, overall, I really liked the vibe of the film, that it was more of like an 80s rom-com type thing. I really yeah. liked that vibe to it. I think it worked really well with Thor and Jane and like their romance building and all that. I'm surprised Valkyrie didn't end up um, with a, a girlfriend, love interest, whatever, because I remember at Comic-Con, the one thing she said was the most important thing as King is finding her queen. Oh, like she made that maybe that point, was cut. But there, are, the, there was an interview that, that addressed that from Tessa and she was like, you know, I did say that, but we actually discussed it and we felt like it was better to show that, you know, she was comfortable with who she was and that she didn't need somebody. Like that's yeah, an interesting okay. thing in and of itself. And oh, we, fair we preferred enough. that in the end. But Valkyrie didn't have a great deal to do anyway. Valkyrie felt more no. like a, a very much supporting character, which is a real shame. I really, I really like her character, but yeah, she was definitely sidelined. She's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that was the case. Didn't her and Taika date at one point? Was that a thing? 
Well, no, there was a because he he's dating Rita Ora, who yes. I've met. <laughs> um, what? I got a picture with Rita Ora years ago. I don't, have I never? Let me see if I can find the picture and I'll show it you. That and I'll put is it on podcast so and find cool. it. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a really really cool time. Um, but no, there was a picture of of Rita Taika and Tessa, and it was like they were all making out together or something. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Something, something was going on there. Something was going I don't on. Know, they're just having you know? a fun Saturday afternoon. They were having. They were sharing some love and thunder. Ah, very good. Also, just while we're talking about the title, that was an excellent title reveal. Because up until the end, I was like, I don't really understand the title, and then they said, Oh, so that was yeah, a because the kid's name way. is Love, isn't it? Yeah, and I was like, that is such a nice way to end that film. Because I don't know, at the at the end of like Doctor Strange two, it kind of left me with like a bad taste in my mouth. But at the end of this, I was like, Oh, that was actually really fun. That Wait, was actually really, really Doctor fun. Strange 2 left a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah, well, just the the end credit scene did because they kind of like hyped up. Like, I really liked the idea, like the, the third eyeball. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, that's, yeah. that's cool. And what is the, what's that going to do? And then, wow, that is really cool. What the heck, Troy? You With are my hair looking awful and me being much bigger back then. But yeah, still, no, very you cool are, picture. Wow, that is, that is unreal. I've just reacted to that. Um, you always react to it with a, with a siren. Always react to it. it. Always with a siren. So yeah, with yeah with Doctor Strange, I thought the actual ending was like, oh, that's cool. And then they had the uh, the mid credits or whatever. In the mid credit scene, he was like, oh, he's fine with just this thing that we've just established should be a big problem. But anyway, we don't have to rant about Doctor Strange. Let's spend some time talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. What did you think about Gore the God Butcher? Brilliant, underused, amazing. but I'm kind of glad he was. I think he was better. He's a villain that was amazing when he was on screen. I think yeah. he was better used sparingly. Absolutely, I think he was probably used less because like. You didn't need more of him to be intimidated by him and no. be scared of him as a villain. Because there are scenes apparently with with the Grandmaster, uh, Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster, Eitri, uh, the dwarf, and also Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. She was she was in it in a part, but all of their parts were cut for Whoa. the final version. And people are predicting that it might have been the Gore the God Butcher was killing the Grandmaster or killing Eitri. We don't know what was going on there. Oh, interesting. Um, so they had parts, but they were cut. And Taika said, I'm not going to be released in the deleted scenes. They're deleted for a reason. Which I kind of get, but yeah. I also would have liked to know just for interest. That's the whole point of yeah. a deleted scene. But then again, you do get the discourse, everyone going afterwards, going, oh, this should have been in the film. So we probably should have been, been in the film. And, you know, that yeah. might be changing. Uh, Black Widow like, is the best plot. example of that. Because, oh, did you see that alternate ending for Black Widow? No. Where she goes back to the street that she was on as a kid and sees all the kids playing around, pretending to be Black Widow. Oh, it's such a beautiful scene. It's on Disney Plus, I think. Look it oh, up. Really? It's oh, really? Well, it's give such that a, a go. lovely scene. Yeah, she kind of looks back on everyone, like like on on her streets, like in present time, and like seeing. I think one of them is pretending to be Black Widow or like the Avengers or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, that's really cool." Oh, look at this! It's like a really comforting moment. It's really really sweet, and I kind of wish they'd included that. Honestly, yeah, damn. There is there are lots of deleted scenes like that in Marvel films where you go, "They should have been there." You kind of get why it wasn't for the pacing of the film. Yeah, but it's just such a shame that it wasn't in there. Mm. Like Tony with Morgan, like when he snaps. That's such a beautiful scene. You know, with Catherine oh, yeah, Langford, yeah, 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 yes, thirteen yes, reasons yes, why. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. But no, I, I just, I feel like it's my favorite of the four, four, four films. That's hard to say. Four, four. Um, just because it takes what I liked out of Ragnarok, doubled down on it. We had Jane Foster's Mighty Thor, who I loved much more than I thought was going to. I thought I'd like her, but I was like, is this going to really work with, with, with you know, Jane Foster was a character who was kind of a throwaway love interest yeah. almost. Like, is it going to work? Mm. And she nailed it yeah, in no, every she way did a possible. Really good job. She was really, really phenomenal. I was so, so, so blown away by her performance. And also, just a little touch, I love how Mjolnir, the broken Mjolnir, could smash into little pieces that and then, like, come back so together. Cool. That, that was so cool. That was so cool. Yeah, it's so all the coins. Cool. Like, I was like, 
I want to see someone edit that with like Lego building noises yeah. from, from Lego games. Just, yeah. just like oh, as it comes so together. Funny. Hey, there's a there's, there's a problem at New Asgard. Yeah, so there's like, trouble at New Asgard. New from hey. Lego Marvel. I'll, I'll get David Bates on the phone. I'll see if I can get him to do it. Oh, and then make nice, the nice. Oh, just flexing celebrities left, right, and left, right, and center. I might ask him if he can do that. That'd be really funny. Nice. No, um. <laughs> Oh, good grief. But yeah, so that was that was fantastic. Um, Zeus, be, I thought he was dead and then he wasn't. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was weird like, at the end, but oh That well. was strange. And then I think Hercules was meant to be a big bad setup, but I wasn't really that bothered by it. I, was I like, wasn't oh, okay. that bothered. I was expecting him to be talking to someone we already knew, but I guess that's Because I heard everyone exciting. saying the first credit scene will change the MCU, like how it's going to impact Forever. the world. I was like, oh. Hercules is going to change the entire M- MCU? I don't is know. He, is he really? I was hoping for Michael Morbius, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, meet the doctor, Michael Morbius. <laughs> Do- doctor Stephen Strange, you are called before the Illuminati. Meet the doctor, Michael Morbius. Michael Cheers. Morbius. <laughs> yeah, Morbius should have mobbed all over Thor. Very much. Have you seen the, the, other, the, the other little It's Thor being time jokes? Because there have been a couple of those on Twitter. Oh, no. People have tried oh, I have it. not heard People have that. tried it. Oh, They've dear. tried it, but it's not, it's not hit the same as Morbius. I've time. seen a few, and he goes... I, lo- I love the new Thor film where he says he th- he's th- it's thawbing time and he thawbed all over them. Like, it's just... <laughs> That's oh. shocking. That's shocking. Internet culture is something else. So, just because I, I feel like... Um, actually, I'll, I'll mention one more thing, uh, just in case anyone watching didn't get this reference, because some people somehow didn't get it during the film. I absolutely love that Korg, at the end, ends up with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Or just uh, Dwayne the Rock. Nice. Because apparently nice. some people did not get that. That he, nice. he he found a rock boyfriend and his yeah. name was Dwayne. And his name was I Dwayne. I got that immediately. Yeah. And apparently some people did not clock it till they got out of the theatre. And I was like, no, how did you funny. not clock that? It's funny. That's such a great joke. No, that was, that, so that great. was good. Should have done the eyebrow. Should have done the eyebrow. That, boom. Would you, would, you like to, would you like to have a, a lava baby, Dwayne? Just like Vine thought with the eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. But I think a good way to sum up the bonus episode and just kind of wrap up our thoughts is out of the six Phase 4 films so far, oh, okay. so that's Black Widow, yep. Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, No Way Home, Eternals, wrong way around, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, and Thor Love and Thunder. Rank them worst to best, best to worst, however you'd rank them. Okay, worst to best. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Don't hate on me, Troy, because I don't know where you land with these things, but I'm just going to lay it out there. Um, Black Widow is the one I've rewatched the least, as in I've seen it once. So, I might chuck that there. I was not the biggest fan of that. Oh, he's turned off his camera. That's fine. I just think I liked it up until the final act. I don't think the final act... Hit it for me. I don't think the final act hit it for me. Everyone goes mad over that one shot of Elena in the CGI, and it's like, it, well, no, don't... it's not. It's not that shot. I just genuinely oh, I think, from a storytelling like... perspective, I don't know. And the whole, I don't know, whatever. Um, Eternals, it was fun. It was great. Um, haven't had a desire to go back to it. Um, At least you thought it was great. That's that's, that's a good. That's that's I did. I did like it. I like genuinely. I thought I was like, oh, this is this is pretty fun, and I hope they do stuff with it in the future, aka Harry Styles. But we'll see. Um, (laughs) And then what else? What else was there? What else? With him in it now, Eternals won't be the same as it was, though. I'll tell you. No. Nice. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. So you said Eternals, Blackwood, and Black Widow. Okay, let's... I'm going to be controversial. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness, I was not the biggest fan That's four. Of. Yeah, that might be fourth. 
Okay. Um, and then maybe Thor, Love and Thunder above that. Okay. And then what are the three I have left? I feel like I'm you missing You just have one. Shang-Chi and, uh, and uh, No Way Home left. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, Shang-Chi and then No Way Home would be number one. Maybe those- I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. I went in with, like, I didn't know what to expect from Shang-Chi, but I really, really liked that one. Like that one a lot. Do you, are you not Uh-oh. the biggest fan of Shang-Chi? Oh, I loved it, but it's at the bottom of my list. Wow. Interesting. Because okay. I, have re- I have loved all six films, so it's like ranking- That's crazy. Like, it's like- it's like looking at I six haven't. A star grades and going one's ninety two percent, one's ninety three percent, one's ninety four percent. Interesting. So Shang Chi's at the bottom. I absolutely that's love it. Broken my absolutely, heart. absolutely, absolutely that's love broken it. Broken my heart. But I just rank the others above it. That's all it's, right. that's all, all it right. is. That's all it is. Okay. I think next would be Black Widow. Okay. Because I really liked it, but I feel like it, it just like I think it annoys me mainly because it's a film that should have come out after Civil War. Scarlet, I agree. Scarlet Johansson should have had a trilogy. Agree. That's like one of Marvel's few big screw ups, in my opinion. It was released in that film when they did. Yeah. Um, after that, I would say uh, probably Eternals. Mm-hmm. I just love that film, how different it is. The cinematography is unlike yeah. any Marvel film I've it seen. Is very it's a pretty. beautiful looking film. Very I love the score. I love the characters. I love the whole plot. I think it's brilliant. Um, after that, probably Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. I'm torn between Thor and, and Doctor Strange 2. I really did not like Doctor Strange 2 the first time I watched it because I did not like what they did with Scarlet Witch making her the villain. I felt like they didn't right. market it that way and then she just was. But every yeah. time I've seen it since, I've loved it more and more and more and uh-huh. it's becoming one of my favourite MCU films. So it's it like I've completely changed my mind there. Um, I think just going into it, knowing how it was going to go, made me enjoy it a lot more, to be fair. I love the characters, the music, everything. everything. Sam Raimi. It's Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Um, Very Sam Raimi. And then on top has to be No Way Home. Yeah. Because... It delivered. <laughs> do I need to explain? Do I need to explain? Yeah. It's mm. No Way Home, you know? I've loved Spider-Man since I was a kid, and that is, like, the ultimate Spider-Man movie. Absolutely. All we should have had extra was, would have been a bit of Mysterio. Just, like, would love Mysterio to show up. I don't think it ne- needed to be in there for the film, but, like, you could not have had anything else in that film to make me enjoy it more if Mysterio had been in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Venom was in it. I mean, he should have been in it more, but Venom was in it, so I count that. Um, but, yeah, so, overall, I really, really like Thor, Love, and Thunder, and if you didn't like it, then get lost. I'm joking, no, seriously. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a shame that people really, a lot of people did not seem to, clock, to, to click with it. It's a real shame. Let's see what it's doing at the box office. Let us doing at the box let office? us know. Let us know what you guys think of it, honestly, because yeah, I've seen some very very mixed reactions. Um, mm. And so yeah, I don't know. Let us let us know your thoughts because at the box office, 144 mil so far. I don't know. Currently, against a budget of approximately 250 million dollars, it has pulled in a worldwide uh, film gross of 303 million dollars. Oh my gosh! I don't know when that was last updated though, because I'm pretty sure that was the case after Sunday. So it just oh, might okay. not have been updated just yet. We'll see. Well, regardless, um, it's a Marvel film. We're gonna make its money back, most likely. Because I know people are commenting that you know the mixed reception means it might not have like a, it might not have a, a mainstay in the box office for longer than a few weeks because people will kind of like casual audiences won't bother as much. We'll see. But I guess we'll see. I guess we, we will see. We will see. But that wraps up this bonus episode of Who's There, Woo! a Thor podcast, Who's Thor, a Doctor Who podcast, whatever. Yep. So. uh hope you all enjoyed it a little bit more sporadic just us talking about thor um and i think it was nice to just talk about something different for a little bit and just hang out with you for a little bit longer bud you know it's a good time it's a good time right back at you mate so we'll see you actually if this comes out when i'm planning we'll see you with the episode we recorded before on saturday so you'll see episode 18 of the podcast this might come out before episode 18 that's the plan while thor's still somewhat relevant um but yeah oh and uh Roll on Thor 5. Taika Waititi has confirmed he would do a Thor 5 as long as Chris Hemsworth's up for it. And Kevin Feige said he wants to see more of Chris Hemsworth. And Chris Hemsworth said he'd keep doing it until someone told him to go. So... It's all all signs pointing to... Yes. 
bring on the last of the Taika Waititi Thor trilogy. Beautiful. Uh, and that's how we're closing the episode. See you all uh, for a new episode of Doctor Who on Saturday, or Doctor Who podcast, sorry, not the actual show. Sad, sad face. <laughs> but, uh, sad. Thank you for hanging out. Peace. Uh, Alonzi. Alonzi Thor edition. Alonzi Thor edition. Yeah. Alonzi. Alonzi.